Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 15th day of July. Thank you for letting us be a part of your what is getting to be kind of a toasty Saturday morning. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. Six after, we want to say good morning to you folks in Doraville. Right up there, up, right up 85. Absolutely. Yeah. At the end of the martyr line. Okay. For now. For, thank you, for now. You think, well, you got some kind of memo that they're going to extend it? It's, it's just at the end of the martyr line. For now. Okay. Well, that for now makes you think that it's going to be Well, you know, the, the Martyr property, and I passed through the other day, actually goes to the other side of 285. That's still technically DeKalb County. Okay. So there's still property over the bit. And there's, just in case they decide they wanted to, it's, 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 it's they're just kind of hanging out waiting. Hmm. But, you know, that's a that's a big issue. I was going, And it's also a big job, too. Well, oh, to yeah. To get across it, it, 285? It, 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 you know, yeah. They, Are they going to go under or over? Oh, they're going to go over. Okay, I, well. I would think eventually whenever they do that. But, you know, that's, that's, that's you know, 85 needs some relief. Yes, yes, it, it needs some relief. I never heard it put like that. 85 needs some relief. 75 is good, though, but 85 needs some relief. 85 needs How about I-20? 20? Uh, 20, 20 is going to be all right, but 85 needs some relief. How about 675? That's uh, a road I've never driven on. Really? I've uh, never driven on. I've come up 75 and never had to go east. When yeah. I'm, so I've never driven on 675. Yeah, but, but. 85 needs some relief. Okay. <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. Uh, Miles Garrett is going to join us. Going uh, to talk some Braves. Going to find out what's going on in Egypt. Yeah, you heard me right. Okay. Because he was just there. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that one reminds you we got Atlanta United going on tonight. Uh, if you cannot get in front of a TV, pregame 7 and, um, and pick you, at 730. And if you tune in and listen, you might just hear this. Really? Dead air? No. <laughs> Where is the freaking whistle? <laughs> I was going to say the Greg sound. Greg is such a punk, isn't he? He's so mean. I'm doing exactly what the audience does. What? We are not all as calm <laughs> as the NASA person back here, okay? The rest of the world gets amped up. like three up. seconds. He's like, what? <laughs> if you hear 10 seconds of dead air and you're doing a radio show, you want to walk into traffic. This guy over here can land a spaceship. He's got that calm thing about him. Yeah. That's what you want when you have that kind of issue. When yeah. you're doing a radio show and there's dead air, people are screaming at the radio going, hey, you moron, hit the button. That's what they're doing. You think so? And they're doing it to me or you, not necessarily Max. So that's why I'm okay. having fun with it. Okay. I was actually doing it for, I don't know why I was doing it, to be honest with you. I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care at this point. But look, Atlanta United <laughs> needs, to get a, needs to get a win. And I think Yorgos Yakumakis 
will be out once again tonight. He's still, I don't think he's going to be available to play. So there will be no boom Yakamakas, but there's still no reason why he can't go out and get, and get a win. No, you're right. And they not give up early goals. They give up, they, they give up early goals again Wednesday night uh, in the first four minutes. Um, you know, New England scores a goal, and that's been a problem with this team, um, you know, that they've tried to kind of clear up, rectify. Of course, we made some roster moves and changes and loaned somebody to a team, traded from better way, you know, signing new people, uh, just trying to get that consistency here as we head for the back side of the schedule um, and a team that has great postseason potential. And, you know, it's a frustrating thing to see. So you're down 2 nil. You get a goal in stoppage time. Um, and Coach, like the way his team played, just you're giving up those early goals. Well, here's some thoughts from Gonzalo Pineda. I feel like good. We, we changed in terms of formation. We changed since probably 20th minute of the first half. Uh, we changed from there. Uh, I felt that we start to equalize a bit more the game, like more even. They didn't have those quick space, uh, uh, big spaces on the flanks, especially for their fullbacks and their overloads, especially on Caleb's side with Carlos Hill, Brandon By, and then one nine that was dropping in that side. So. Um, yeah, so I think we fixed it since probably around 20, 30 minutes of the first half. But then second half, we were more specific. Of course, the change, having a natural winger there, like our inverted winger with Derek on the left, and then you know refreshing a little bit the middle that was part of the plan with Santi, resting him for 45. But uh, I think it went well. We, we, we came up better in the second half. We created a few chances, some good, good chances, and yeah. We, we, we were back into the game, but unfortunately we we couldn't score an, a goal a little bit earlier, so we had some momentum, and then we can go for for the tie and then for the win. Love listening to that dude. You like you like it. You like love listening <laughs> to him. Every time I hear him talk, I feel like I'm in the like the classiest restaurant in Manhattan, and I'm talking to the owner. Why you say that? Because he just that's just, that's the vision I have, or here in Atlanta, I guess. But he just reminds me of a very successful restaurateur. It's amazing the things you think about when you hear yeah, when people's you hear a names. Voice, right, yeah, right, right. and that's what ran through my mind. There's nowhere that's not even close in very the vicinity. Very successful rent restaurateur. Very successful and very rich restaurant. Very rich. There is a calmness in his description of things that are unpleasant. When he talks about problems with the team, he does it in a way that makes you feel like, okay, this is what's going on, but yet I got my I got this, and we're working on it, and and so don't get worked. You know, don't don't sweat it. He has that. Like yeah, you, yeah. he's a reassuring, there's a reassuredness in his voice. Is that Re- the right way to reassuredness? put it? Yeah, I just made that up. Is it? But you knew what I meant. That's the crazy part about <laughs> Re- it. Reassuredness? <laughs> yeah. Whatever like, oh, do you think that well, is? Well, I, I, re- I misremembered the ex- actual phrase. <laughs> well, you know what? One thing, like I said, I may have mentioned it last week. He's one coach that I can think of, coach or manager, that does a press conference with a notepad on a pen. You, say, you mentioned that before. Yeah, and, and, and he, he does that, I guess. I guess if a thought comes to mind, he wants to make sure it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't get away. So he he, he jots it down, and it works for him, right? It does you know? it does? Um, and you kind of figure why you don't see more folks do that, but but that's something that that that, that he does. Uh, he knows the potential for this this squad and, and the talent that they have. We we've, we've seen that throughout the season. The international breaks sometimes seem to come and leave this team you know, looking to regain that form. And that's something you deal with, MLS. You have an international break, so guys are going to go play for the national team. Miles Robinson's been gone playing for USA. So, I mean, you, 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 you have some of that to deal with. You hope it all comes back together like it was before you went to that break. 
And it seems like with this team, sometimes they have trouble doing that. So, Can I ask you a question about that? But before we do, um, I, w- I want to mention to, in case he's listening, Mike Conti. Yes. Who I saw this past week, and we had a great conversation. I, you know, I check in like once a week. I make the rounds. I go upstairs. I go downstairs to V103 and Star because I'm doing the casting call there. And say hello to the PD. Say hello to Reggie. Say hello to Jerry uh, McKenna. And when I was with Mike um, talking about this past week, and as I said to you, he got – Glowing reports because he was he was gone about our Cobb County broadcast and and, and actually Fourth of July too. But I forgot to tell him that we've taken that little soundbite from his his last call and we're using that. And you know I didn't gauge his interest one way or the other if he had a problem with that or not. I should have mentioned that to him before we started playing. Yeah. So Mike, if you're listening, we we do this. <laughs> We do this, and it ain't just me. Uh, we, right? Yeah, we. We, we okay. We, yeah. we do this as a term of endearment. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I just want to make sure I get that. Here's my question to you, yeah, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, basketball yeah. is about to do what soccer has been doing, these in-season tournaments. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, from your seat and the people that you talk to, how many people have a problem with the in season tournament that they have in the MLS and wish it was somewhere else on the schedule. And again, just trying to gauge what, if this is what they feel in, 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 in soccer, maybe that's something that's going to bleed over into the NBA when they do it. We know that's coming up, but well, I mean, is, that, is it universally it, it's accepted? A, it's a different thing with MLS because you have a lot, lot of leagues and different, you know, competitions that go on throughout the, the year. I mean, the Olympics is coming up next year. The nations that send their Olympic team won't have all of their best players because some of the, the major leagues in soccer, not MLS, but in, in Europe, will still be playing. Them guys are giving up their paychecks. They go, you know, so I mean, that, that, that's <laughs> Don't a, support their country that, that much, that, right? That's, that's, that's a different deal. Okay. I mean, if it's World Cup, but then the World Cup, everything else stop, stops anyway. So some guys will, if they played the Olympic team before, they may not play Olympic. It's different with basketball because I don't know if anything else of that magnitude that's going on during the NBA season. That will cause guys to have to go and play for. I get you. A, a, a I, I, national, I, I, you know, know what I mean. So, but I mean, it's still the stoppage. And again, do you see that some of these guys? We talked about load management. Yeah. How that's going to be implemented into this? Yeah. Where, but, where but Adam it, Silver says you know no, what? LeBron and and all you guys all from. It's something else that you're going to have, and it's something else you're going to be able to market your team by. We won this championship. We got this cup. We got this trophy. We won the NBA Cup, or whoever they name it after. It, it, right. We, you know. Um, the, you know, the 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 Stern Cup. Who would you, I was you just know, gonna say? Who yeah, would you name yeah, after? Because yeah, you know, they've already got one for Bill Russell. Yeah, but I mean, you, you, whoever's name you put on this thing, it, it could be the thing that gets Stern's name. Um, and, and so that's, I think that's the thing you're gonna and you're gonna hang your hat on that. Does this mean this team is gonna win the whole thing? And that's gonna be the goal for teams to sweep both of them. You got a team that's strong. Is Denver good enough to sweep both? You know, that's the whole thing. And then what happens on your trade deadline after that? You get more activity to try to get your teams to bolster to get that that title at the end of the season. I think it's going to raise the game for a lot of that time. Yeah, well, you've got a lot of questions that ain't been answered yet. So we need to put you in the room and then come back and report. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> put Ma- we'll put Max in the room. Oh, Max is busy. He's a- and by the way, apologies to Max's mama. For snapping at him earlier. Ooh. I ain't apologizing to him. I'm apologizing to his mother who's mad at me for cussing, you know, for, for, for poking at Max for having a little, well, the oh. technical dead air. Mom, mom. So we apologize to mom, her. Mom's going to get both Cause of she, us. Because she get mad at me. She goes, why are you snapping at my baby? No, she's going to get both of us for that. No, because she knows it's me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one who, you know, does that. So, right, now he's smiling. So I guess we're okay now. 
Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 it's not that deep. I'm just joking. I don't. I don't As am I. As am I. Did you call your mother this week? She's actually in town. She's here now. Well, you Whoa, need to, well how man. come you didn't invite yeah. her up here, yeah, man? You tell us more. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I mean, dude, you just your yeah. mom is. T- she's part of the show. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got her downstairs at Starbucks listening. Where was she? Uh, no, she's back home right now. Um, at my family's house, but See, she's listening for sure. Sam, he had his mother here in town and didn't invite nobody for like man. a cheeseburger or come over to the house yeah. or nothing like cup of coffee, man. Yeah, I know, and I, I'm working most of her most of her trip. You ain't got to be there. We'll take her out. Yeah. <laughs> Ever up here. Anyway, we're going to talk baseball next. Uh, listen, it's been a while since we have had uh, Miles on, but Miles Garrett officially back at Fox 5. He is going to join us next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. It's Sammy Gray. You should see him over here. You should see my man, Miles. I mean, not Miles. Uh, Max is smiling. I got too many M's around here. Max is smiling. Oh, you got to turn the mic on. Hey. Max is smiling at you, dancing, shoulders popping everywhere. And, you know, it's just, it's fun. I love it when you go out of character. Out it, of it, character? It lifts, as Matt was talking about with me, it lifts the, the, the spirit of the room. What is what is the normal? Well, it's not I mean, even the, our our regular level is nice, but you don't break character like I do on a regular basis. And and when you do, like when you start doing impressions or you start singing, and you only give us a little tip of it too. That's the worst part, <laughs> you know. When you do that though, it brings a big old you know Christmas morning smile on our face. Okay, right, right, Max. Yeah, he's giving a thumbs up. <laughs> we, we got a guest in here. Now you have to get by the microphone because I have a question. For you two and then our guest, as we were going in a break, we had a, looked up on the monitors, and there was a commercial, obviously, for the Georgia Lottery, and everybody's getting tickets because they are uh, trying to get one is over $400 million and one's over $600 million, but now I think they're over $800 million. There's just a whole lot of money out yeah, there. It is. So my question to you, Mr. Crenshaw, and then Max, is because you know you're going to, in most cases, somebody's going to spend, you're going to spend the money if you get it on somebody else first. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what would you buy – for someone else first, and then what would you buy for yourself? And and remind you don't have to go out and buy an island for yourself. You can you know buy no, something that you feel you've no. been waiting for, and then you put the rest in the bank. Yeah. So my question is, what would you? Um, I don't know. If someone I was getting something for, if they needed some mode of transportation, I would say, what? Let's go and let's go and get in, and, and just and, pick and, it out and, and get you that and, and be done. And with me, I would probably want to get a spot somewhere near area where a tennis event is taking place. I'm thinking right now, Daniel Island. And Daniel Ooh. Allen is off from Charleston, where they have the WTA event. Very nice tennis complex there. You're right there by Isle of Palms outside of Charleston. Nice. Do a little spot down there. I'd, I'd get you a place at Fisher Island. Okay. Because I think you'd rather go to Key Biscayne for that tournament. Uh, maybe so. Where they play it, they play it. They don't play. They play it at, at the Dolphin Stadium now. Oh, they do. Yeah, they no, play. Never they, mind. Yeah, they play football there. They play tennis there, and they do have F1. All at the same. Really. Thing. All right, well, that, we gotta get that's, you. That's what F one race. Then we better get you one of them high rises on South Beach. It's all uh, more importantly, <laughs> so I can come visit you. <laughs> Max, how about yourself? And once again, good morning to Max's mother. 
Who's probably uh, going to be the recipient of this first one? Yeah, yeah the first thing, you're going to give that to her. So no, no, he didn't say, let him say it. Go yeah, I would just give her the option because she just wants to write for a living. So I think just giving her that flexibility to just focus on doing that is what I would do. So okay. like, you don't have to worry about anything else. All her bills are paid for. You just have to, all you have to do is just write. And then I can help her try to publish the book. Okay. That would be that for my dad to be getting him a theater because he used to have a theater until the pandemic happened and then it shut down. Okay. So I would definitely get him, buy him I a theater. I know there's an empty one really? behind the Cobb County. Public safety. <laughs> they got a remake of the whole Cobb County Square, uh, the, oh, the yeah. Marietta Square, it, including and, the Strand, including the Strand Theater, and nobody uses it. It's their 150 seat theater. There you go. So that's the one. I'll buy that one, okay. and then uh, call it a day. And then uh, for myself, I think the first thing I buy is a lawyer. Then they say that's the first thing you're supposed to do. What? Yeah. yeah. When you win the lottery, you're supposed to get a lawyer. Oh well, okay. Well, but not just you're a not lawyer. You're buying like, one. You got to get a little team. Yeah, you, you know, got to get a team of people. Team yeah, people. yeah, yeah. That's that. But that's see, what that's for something else. I believe. I think everybody should have five. Friends, if you can, if you can have a friend in this particular occupation, you're good to go. And yeah. one of them is a lawyer. I know we got a guest coming on here. Let's uh, bring in Miles Garrett. Miles, first of all, congratulations back at Fox Five. And where would you spend your money first if you won the lottery? If I spent my money on the lottery, ooh, that's a good question. I, I feel like the the advice my parents would give me is to invest in something, you know, create long term wealth, I suppose. But you know, the the selfish part of me probably would buy a cool car. <laughs> okay. A cool car. All right, there you go. Well, how have you been, man? I understand that you went over uh, to the Holy Land for a little while. I did. I did. It was a graduation present for my sister with my family. We went to Egypt, and uh, it was really cool. Got to see the Great Pyramids and the Valley of the Kings. It was uh, extremely cool. Got to ride some camels over there too, which was a blast. Uh, I heard them things are nasty. They like spit on you. Eh. I heard. That's what I heard. Well, maybe not the one that hey, let people ride. The one I was riding took a tried to take a little nibble out of me, but that was bad. See, that's what I'm saying. You can keep them camels. <laughs> <laughs> what the camel I want is a cigarette. <laughs> I ain't crazy about that one either. <laughs> Miles, I saw you this week, by the way. Before we get into Braves talk, I saw you this week uh, viewing party that they had for Christopher Eubanks over at Georgia Tech. Uh, neat event and just neat. That whole the whole run he had, I think, really energized the city some too. Yeah, I agree, and it's funny. I did a story that day uh, about Chris Eubanks, of course, but I think it's a little bit of a bigger picture for Georgia Tech athletics. I think this came at a great time for the program with Jay Bat coming in this season, a new football coach, new basketball coach. You see the success of Chris Eubanks, I think, really helping the university and the athletic program get some momentum going into this fall before the school year starts for both those coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, as we talked to Max about um... – Baseball, today was the day, by the way, the official, the first official no-hitter was recorded. The first official no-hitter in Major League Baseball was recorded on this day by a thrown by a guy named George Bradley. So, just want to throw that out there. Y'all ain't going to guess the year, and it's not that important. How do you talk about this Braves team right now, other than saying they're just something we've never seen before? Because I, I talked to Sam about this earlier. I said the confidence level in that locker room must be off the charts. They just feel like they can beat anybody regardless of the inning if they're behind <sighs> i think it's not it's not, i don't think it's even they can i think they know they can beat anybody that's what i'm saying yeah they, a, it's sort of a loose mentality that they have you know it, the, these past couple seasons and i don't know if maybe this has to do with the departure of freddie freeman and dansby swanson i'm not going to say that but i i think those two in the clubhouse were very much you know the braves way you know we need to do it the right way the respectable way you know and not not to say that they aren't doing it that way now but I think now that those two guys have gone, I think they were sort of the parents of the locker room. Now 
these players, I think, feel a little bit more loose in the locker room. They feel free to have a little bit more fun. And I think you're seeing that on the field a little bit more. I think it's sort of a loosey-goosey mentality. We've interviewed uh, Matt Olson about it a few times. He always talks about how it starts with Ronald, and we see what they do in the first inning. So I think just that attitude of looseness, that attitude of knowing that they're going to come in day in, day out, doesn't matter if they'll fall behind for nothing. I think they still feel like they're going to win the game because we've seen that so many times this season with this Braves team. So it's been a fun ride so far. Can I, Sam, I, I'm going to know you want to jump in here. I never heard it put like that before. Basically what he's saying is that the last connection to the Bobby Cox Braves teams are now gone with Freddie. Freddie was that last connection. Mm. And if he's saying that those two guys gone, but Freddie mainly – then this, the stars of this team have no connection to the others. Because we remember how Chipper, Chipper and Freddie's relationship was like. And I'm sure Chipper schooled Freddie in how to go about, you know, playing baseball. And we've seen Freddie, you know, come at some folks. And we know about the alleged rift between him and Acuna, which they actually worked out. But I'm just saying, that's that never hit me before until he said it like that. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the Bobby Cox influence is there as long as Brian Snitker is the manager. That's just me personally. Um, so I think that still remains, and I think Austin Riley is probably a person that will have taken up that mantle. But I agree with what, what, what Miles is saying. This team is, seems to be just having fun, and from top to bottom of this lineup, it doesn't seem to matter, you know, who you pitch to. you got to watch who's coming up next. You can't pitch around anybody, and I think that's the thing that's, uh, that has really served them best. What do you think happens going forward, though? Because everyone talks about do you make a roster move, do you need to do anything. you got one pitcher who has come back, and started successfully, you have another one that you it is on the way back. To me, those are almost as good as a roster move for this team right now. Well, look, you can make an argument that they could add somebody, and Alex Anthopoulos most likely will. I think he's had a track record of showing that he is going to do whatever he can to try to make this team better. It's just he's never dealt with a team that's been this good throughout his tenure in Atlanta at this point. Uh, during the season. So I think the strongest argument you can make is obviously relief pitching or maybe starting pitching. But on that note, how do you sort of make the argument when their ERA is the best in baseball? You know, they have the best ERA for the starters. They have the best ERA for the bullpen. You know, it, it's sort of hard to make that argument of, you know, maybe we do need to improve when you guys are literally the best and you guys are waiting the return of some of your other pitchers. I think that could be your de facto free agency move or trade deadline move when you're still waiting on Max Freed to return. You're still waiting on Kyle Wright to return. Dylan Lee, Jesse Chavez, Nick Anderson, you know, or Nick Anderson came back, but just a lot of these guys who you haven't had, you know, they can be your de facto additions that you have at the all-star break. And these aren't just bums that you're picking up off the street for discount price. You know, we're talking about two starting pitchers who are all-stars that are going to be coming back to this roster. So I do think Alex Anthopoulos will make a move, you know, just to get another body in there perhaps. But I don't necessarily think it's necessary right now, just given what they're doing, even with these backups that have come in. I mean, Bryce Elder started the year in AAA, and now we're talking about Cy Young conversations with him. I don't think he's going to get that far. But, I mean, he's top five ERA in baseball. So uh, it's hard to argue the success of this team, and specifically the starting pitching and bullpen ERA. Friends, I'm on the waitforit.com outline with Miles Garrett. He is social. You can find him always on Twitter at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV. Um, they come through what I thought was maybe the most challenging part of their schedule with uh, most of the teams they face over the last three weeks, either in first place or second place in their divisions. 
Uh, after the Chicago series, it happens again. Arizona, Milwaukee, two times with, with Milwaukee, with Boston in between. A pretty critical, uh, some pretty critical series at this stage of the season uh, for this team to look forward to, and it's going to really test them again. Yeah, 100%. I think this White Sox series is a little bit necessary for them because, you know, we talk about an all-star break. I don't think these Braves really got an all-star break with all the all-stars they had playing in that game. These guys were still being active and playing top-line baseball. So I think that might have actually ended up being a good thing to sort of keep up their momentum, just staying fresh a little bit. But that being said, yes, I think this White Sox series is vital to keep the momentum going. The White Sox have never beaten the Braves in Atlanta. Hopefully that continues today and tomorrow. But, yes, you know, you got the Brewers and then you've got the Diamondbacks. Those are two huge series. These are two teams that are arguably top five in the National League. you got to keep asserting that dominance and keep it going. You know, don't be surprised if maybe they lose a series. You know, it's been a whole month since these Braves have lost a series and it seems like Braves fans lose their collective minds on Twitter if they lose one game or if they lose a series it's the sky is falling out Alex Anthopoulos make a move please keep in mind y'all this is the best team in baseball it's the best team in baseball by a few games so I don't think you need to panic if maybe they lose a series to a pretty good team in baseball and that would be the Brewers and the Diamondbacks the Red Sox I think a little bit below those two teams in a pretty crowded AL division that they've got over in the east but I think that they've got to keep this momentum up, and I think they will keep this momentum up because they haven't proven otherwise so far. Though you may not believe it to happen, make a case for somebody else in this division to give the Braves at least a little bit of a worry as for the second half. It's got to be the Philadelphia Phillies, right, just because of how they came into the All-Star break. I'm not sure exactly what the number was, but I think there was something along the lines of, you know, they had one – 20 of their last 22 games, something of that nature, and they ended up losing a game on the Braves just because the Braves have been that dominant. Uh, It looks like they're sort of finding their footing. Granted, they did lose to the Padres last night, and they lost a series to the Marlins before going into the All-Star break, but before that, they had been on a tear. I mean, they took a series against the Rays. Uh, You know, they'd been scoring runs. You look at the series against the Nationals when they score almost 20 runs. It was a team that was always going to be pretty good i mean this is the defending national league champion not just an nl east you know wild card team they've got some good players on that roster it's still early in the season relatively early it's all about who goes into the postseason the hottest i'd like to say the marlins just because of what they've done and it's a pretty feel-good story but i like to compare the marlins to the 2018 braves i think they're going to be a problem going forward but i just don't think they're quite there yet i think they're a little inexperienced and They're a little too youthful, which isn't a bad thing, but I think they sort of need that playoff experience under their belt to sort of become that prototypical threat. I think the Phillies already have that under their belt and could pose a threat if they keep up that momentum that we saw before the All-Star break. Hey, Miles, listen, this is the beginning of a very long relationship as we move from baseball into football, and we're going to be resting on your shoulders for both. So appreciate you being back. It's been a minute, but thank you as always for getting up and being a part of the show, buddy. Absolutely, guys. Looking forward to it. There you go. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, and uh, lo- I should have said local actor, too. He ain't really doing a whole lot, so he's not really affected by the strike. But, you know, he'll be going back. He's, he's one of these dudes that stops traffic. You know, the casting directors see him, and they go, ooh, how tall are you? He's six, <laughs> yeah, 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 they want to yeah, know that, yeah, you know, because yeah. he's got that look about him. Like Garrett. He's another one. Yeah. You know, our Garrett. Oh. 
Oh who's, my who's not here? Oh my goodness! Yeah, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> He's everywhere. Yes, he is. Anyway, we're gonna. Uh, is Mr. Fricky following us, uh, Max? I believe he is. He sure is. All right, so we're gonna uh, wrap things up. Some stuff we haven't uh, covered yet. Some recap, some things, and then we're gonna turn things over to John Fricky. Top of the hour, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine The Game, ninety-two nine The Game dot com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Mr. John Fricky is coming up top of the hour. We will be back tomorrow morning from 6 until 10. And again, thank you for letting us be a part of your uh, Saturday mornings, your weekend mornings. Remember, uh, right here, if you cannot get in front of a TV, Atlanta United and Orlando, pre kick at 7, kick at 7.30, right here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Yeah. Want to go over a couple things before we get to. Um, of course, if you want to go well, down there, they are playing at home. Yes, they, they are. are home, and also Braves are home uh, mm-hmm. this evening, taking on the White Sox. Uh, Seven fifteen game time. Spencer Strider uh, on the mound for the Braves today, as they uh, you know coming off a nine nothing win last night, and uh, looking to sew up another series. They they get a win with Strider. Pitching, uh, pitching tonight. We will not uh, – I say this rhetorically because there's no real answer to come, but two things come to mind. I wonder what's going to happen with this whole John Gruden and the emails came out and, and, and now a spotlight is on Commissioner Goodell and back on Snyder, but he's – you know, he got one foot out the league. I don't know if that, yeah. that um, sale is complete. But Gruden going to get his money, it seems like, or a good portion of it, and he's going to take some folks down with him. The other thing is what's going on at Northwestern? yeah. Because, listen, the firing of the coach is one thing, and you can say that it was all due to the hazing scandal, scandal, but yet he came out and said, I didn't know nothing about it, which is what they all say, right? Right. But for whatever reason, his assistants still have a job, which means they probably would have been the ones orchestrating it or at least closer to what was actually happening, and their knowledge of it would have been thrown under the umbrella too along with the coaches who kind of pretended that he didn't know nothing. But the fact that all those assistants – are still there, and he was the only one exiting stage left. Well, then the baseball coach, too. And then the baseball coach. But I'm saying under the football umbrella, it was only the head coach. I, I, you know, I just I just, I don't know. I don't know that it's going to have any disruption in the Big Ten either this year because they were 1-11, I believe, last year. Yeah. Staying on cause no noise. Um, before we get on out of here, Mr. Crenshaw, and I just left, I lost what I was going to ask you about that happened – this past week. I can't remember. So I know there was something you wanted to get to. Uh, NASCAR just going just on. NASCAR is in Loudoun, New Hampshire um, this weekend after being here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I guess it's a lot, little bit cooler up there than it was here uh, last Sunday. Had a chance to go down there, and uh, but it was hot when we first got there. And then it was, you know, it, it was a lot of lead changes. It was right. great racing. And then they saw that the weather was going to be a factor. And that's when things really got nuts because everybody was coming in for two tire changes instead of four. Trying to stay out, and, and, and gas got to be a factor. You thought some uh, guys were going to run out of fuel if they stayed out there, but they didn't want to come in. And then they say, yeah, right, we're stopping because, you know, then we had a lightning strike, and I said, okay, guys, pull them in. And so that, that was how well, William Byron gets to win his fourth win of the year, second at AMS, uh, and that's good for Hendrick. But Hendrick is still waiting to see what happens with Chase Elliott. 
Still didn't get that win. But he didn't and have so, a completed race either, so that you don't yeah. know what could have happened. But let's take a second. Despite Mother Nature's appearance, Brandon Hutchinson and his entire staff oh, out there at Atlanta show. Motor Speedway, again, a nothing but first-class three-day, four-day event, everything that was leading up to race day, going again. All, going all the way back to July 4th and the fireworks, all the way up from Absolutely. that. You know? So um, it was a great time, tip of the cap to everyone there at, at AMS for putting on a, a great uh, great show. First class shows, again, and, and, and keep, you know, Atlanta Motor Speedway, you know, on, on, on you know, your favorites. Because there is constantly things going on beside these race weekends. And, of course, the other thing, of course, that they're far is you know, this is hurricane season. Unfortunately, hurricane season. Let your folks know down in Florida this is an evacuation evacuation location. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. It is there for that purpose as well. So uh, it was neat. I was just to to catch up with some uh, some local folks who are working in NASCAR. Uh, One guy, Dwayne Moore, who went to Lovejoy High School, which is like right around the corner from the speedway. But he grew up uh, coming over and working with the Richard Petty Racing School, tire guys. I've been in this thing 22 years now. Now I'm a gas man. I don't feel like jumping over the wall. I just stand up there and put the gas in. And <laughs> that's his mm-hmm. new role. And uh, that Matt Ridgeway is from Carrollton. Uh, does that's what for uh, Stewart House Racing in Car Forty One. And Matt Ridgeway um, is a guy who's the tire manager. You want a guy who manages tires? They all look the same. You all mm, see a tire right to now? us. To us, yeah. But but he you know he goes in the day before the race, counts all of them, finds out which one should go on which. Because they all set up. You don't just put a tire on your right rear. This tire is set up. This tire is designated to be a right rear. You know, and so, yeah, the science of that is, is, is pretty good. You see, you could teach a whole science class on tires. I learned something about tires this past week. Yeah. You, not everybody can put on run-flat tires. Yeah. If you have a car that has run-flat tires, you can't just take it to any old place. If you have tires sent to you or wherever you go buy them, that, there's only so many places that can install those type of tires. you got to have a certain machine. I didn't know that. Yeah, we can put a tire on you, lug nuts, and no, it's no, not the case no, anymore. That's, yep, that's changed. Can I uh, yep. ask Max a question? He's not going to believe I'm going to ask this question, Uh-oh. but as we get on out of here, I want to ask you what this does to the overall UFC with the ruptured Achilles tendon of Jamal Hill. Jamal, did I say his name right? Jamala. He did. Um, Hill. You didn't expect that one from me, did you? I didn't. I didn't at all. He. How can I say this? He's very talented. He's a really good fighter. But he's not one of the biggest draws uh, for the UFC. Like when you okay. think of the top stars or some of the faces, he's probably not one of the first names you think of. So even though you hate to see it, and it's obviously a loss whenever you have one of the best fighters, he's not uh, he's not moving the needle, to be honest with you. Okay. And so, of course, it's not a good thing, but it's not like a, uh, I don't know, I don't think in a terrible way of saying this, Dana White's probably not losing a ton of sleep over Okay. I got you. I just figured I'd ask that because that was news this past week. And I'm going to ask you, too, would you come up for with a show that you can give Mr. Crenshaw to watch? Because I'm done with Peaky Blinders. That's what you asked me to watch, and I've watched it. And he's not. I don't see Sam sitting there for them six episodes, those six seasons. Right. So you're gonna have to come up with another one for Sam, and and thank you for finally dipping your toe into the Sopranos. Oh, I'm liking it too. So. Yeah. And I and I'm liking it too, but it's over with. And I want to tell you right now, my favorite scene of the run of the show was one. <laughs> it's pretty much the. I think it was the last season. Sam Tom Hardy is on this show. So good. And. Yep. I want to know his accent, yeah, because he, yeah. he talks a little slow. Yeah. He says, Tommy. He is hard to understand. He's kind of nice like his shit, right? Yeah. But it was his, <laughs> he was, the, the, the main character is 
uh, Thomas Shelby. And the actor who plays that um, is the lead in Oppenheim, Oppenheimer. It's out right okay, now. That, that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like he's like the Tony Soprano of this show. He's the Shelby's are the family within Peaky Blinders. His brother, who's actually his older brother, but he's kind of like Fredo. So there's a lot of Godfather kind of connections here. This dude's off the rails. And he wants to fight everything and everybody. Wow. Well, there's this one part where his brother, he, he, Tom Hardy does something to him. And it's really embarrassing, and he just makes him look like a slug. And then later on in the show, uh, Tom Hardy's got to work with Tom, and Tom says, you got to apologize to my brother for doing this. And so he goes through this long <laughs> apology, but he's not really apologizing, and he's telling them everything that's wrong with him, and his brother's, like, grabbing an ashtray, and he Ooh. wants to smack him over the head with it. It's so good. But it's a funny that, – that is my favorite scene because he's getting worked up, and his eyes are popping out, and then he smashes it down, and he looks at him and says – I'm an Old Testament guy. And Tom Hardy's looking at him, say, hey, mate, now that's real. This stuff, that's scary. He says, Thomas, congratulations. You got yourself a mate here who will kill in the name of God. And he goes through <laughs> this, this whole thing and the way he does it. That's my favorite scene from Peaky Blinders, but I'm done with the show. And so would you find something for Sam to watch yeah, that you think he would enjoy from your Deep. world? Because, see, this is how you and I connect. Are you a show person, Sam? Awesome. Or give him a movie. A whole lot. Okay. Okay. I'm about to say, because I mean, you, it, to dedicate and commit to a show, it could be a lot, especially if there's a lot of well, seasons and episodes. Well, give him a movie, but this is another one of those bridges between our- I mean, I was able to our... do that during, during, during COVID. Yeah, oh, yeah. I found some shows. This is, well- There's nothing else you could do. Well, I just, I picked different <laughs> times to do it. And plus, you got to spend time, you know, with like Tracy and I sit there and watch some stuff. But anyway, it went by pretty quick. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you get him a movie- It'll be good. But this is how we bridge the, the generation gap between us and Max. Okay. This is his interest. This is ours. And he's he's getting ours in tandem. But we don't get his. Okay. So Let me interrupt you real quick okay. because we didn't get a chance. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet. As we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed. With Sam and Greg. I will make this as quick as possible. On the fr- There's always a first day, right? For everything, today was the day margarine was invented. It was patented on this margarine. That's yeah, right. On this it day. was patented on this day. The Rosetta Stone was Ooh. found on this day. Okay. In the town of well, Rosetta, in Egypt. Second time we've mentioned Egypt on the show. Um, the first airport hotel opened up on this day, Oakland, California. I don't know how much this really made an issue back then, but President Hoover, because we were heading into the depression, cut his salary. A president cut his salary by fifteen percent. Would that have made you feel better if you heard that we were going through some things and the president cut his salary by, I guess now the equivalent would probably be 50%. Yeah. That was 1900 But anyway, yeah, we're heading into the Depression. He did that on this day. Have you ever heard of a guy named Howard Florey or Norman Heatley? Well, neither. Neither me either. But they were the ones who presented on this day frozen dried mole cultures, which basically these are the guys who brought us penicillin. So that happened on this day. Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous was formed on this day. The This is something I would never, ever, ever consider doing. I don't even know how it's possible. The first transatlantic helicopter ride. Oh, no. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No way in the world. Die Hard was released on this day. Birthdays on this day. Hey, I guess it had to be one day. Today would have been Rembrandt's birthday. Rembrandt's okay. birthday. You got a favorite painter? 
Think about that for a second. Alex Karras, Mongo, Detroit. Once again, Detroit Lions. Linda Ronstadt, happy 77th birthday. She is not enjoying the best of health right now, but Linda Ronstadt's birthday. Uh, Happy 72nd birthday. You ready for this? Jesse Ventura. Whoa. (laughs) Governor. Governor. Yeah. Jesse Ventura. Um, It was either Eddie Van Halen or this guy who was considered the greatest rock guitarist of all time, but happy 67th birthday, Joe Satriani. Happy 62nd birthday to one of the greatest actors we know. Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Eddie Griffin. Happy birthday to that comedian. I just like me some Eddie Griffin. He's yeah. like the comedic version of Patrick Beverly, the basketball player. They're pretty much like separated at birth. <laughs> and speaking of basketball players, you mentioned him earlier. Happy 33rd birthday, Damian Lillard. Whoa. Today is his birthday. Where will he play next season? Don't worry about it. He got a check waiting for him. Uh, I, as we get ready for tomorrow, once again, remember Atlanta United is on later today. If you can't get in front of a TV, 7 o'clock. Free game, kick at 7.30. Max, you got a big day ready in front of you? Yeah, yeah, we have a big one. Okay. How about yep. you, Mr. Crenshaw? Uh, it's going to be pretty pretty good, but like I said, we're watching to see when this rain rolls in, whatever I'm going to do, be in, be in by the time that happens. I will have a little bit of jealousy rolling through my day because I will not be out at Lake Tahoe. Obviously, the Braves tonight, but I'll be you know, going to be showing that American Century Classic. And just the shots of Lake Tahoe this time of year. I'm telling you guys, if you never get a chance to get out there, just go once. It is one of those beautiful places in this country. The tournament, eh, but just go out to Lake Tahoe uh, during this time of year. Nice yeah, the tournament's nice, but you ain't going to get in there. It's just being around the lake. It's just something special. All right, John Fricky is up next for the rest of you. Have yourself a great day. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. Sam and Greg, we will be back tomorrow morning from 6 until 10 here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 